everybody's Ash. And I'm Sam. And welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back on this freaky Friday. This Thursday. Wow. I mean, true. <laughs> okay, everyone. Today's lullaby. Her and her damn lullaby. Hold on, let, hold on. Let me, let me do my voice. <coughs> oh, God. Today's lullaby. Oh, no. <laughs> you sound like that, like, old school, like, um, At 10 o'clock when it's quiet storm. Yes. <laughs> when they're like, thanks for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is dedicated to all the lovers out there. <laughs> Reunited. <laughs> that is so true, but yeah. Today's lullaby high is... Slenderman. Once again, we absolutely love to find urban legends and like spooky stories that have like a little bit of true crime in with it. So let's jump on in. Secure your wigs. Please secure your wigs. We can't be, uh, we just can't be flapping in the wind right now. All hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. <laughs> and hold on to your butt. Strapping. So Slender Man is, if you really think about it, it's kind of terrifying, but then it's kind of stupid at the same time. Because I literally want to know, why does he wear a suit? Here comes the man in black. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's classy AF. <laughs> like me <laughs> but i guess we just have to contact the guy who made slender man up just right. why does he wear a suit <laughs> and disclaimer you uh, your disclaimer <laughs> me and my exactly we do things for fun you know urban legends or spooky stories like and ouija boards like you do it and fun it's a game but it's not <laughs> it's a game but it's definitely not a game right it's something that you don't do lighthearted, and you know you gotta take it serious. Don't mock anything. So, and definitely don't stab your friends. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> well, Lord. <laughs> <A little bigger. laughs> Let's get into the beginnings, shall we, of Slender Man and where it came from, originated. Okay, everybody. Will you stop with this voice? <laughs> it's my sultry voice. Okay, everybody. Dim the lights. Picture 2009. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Slenderman is a fictional entity created on the Something Awful online forums for a 2009 Photoshop paranormal image contest. The Slenderman myth was later expanded by a number of people who created fan fiction and additional artistic depictions of the entity. Slenderman is a tall, thin creature with a featureless white face and head. He is depicted as wearing a black suit, which I still don't understand, and is sometimes shown with tentacles growing out of his back. According to the Slenderman myth, the entity can cause amnesia, bouts of coughing, and paranoid behavior in individuals. I even heard that he also causes insanity as well. Right. I've heard of that too. He is often de depicted hiding in forests and stalking children. Ooh. Even though, you know, he pretty much will stalk anybody. He doesn't discriminate. He's a creep on he his own right. Yeah, he usually, from what they say, the myth is that he usually gets children to do bad things. Ew. <laughs> like, what type of bad things? <laughs> running amok. <laughs> like hurting their family members, starting fires, causing riots, you know. Starting a fight club. <laughs> now that's my dream. But not talking about it because nobody talks about fight club. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, picture the victim. Oh my 
gosh. The victim, Peyton Lutner, and the perpetrators, Anissa Weir and Morgan Geyser, were all 12-year-olds at the time of the stabbing. 12. 12. Just babies. 12. Like, you know what? You can't even comprehend, like, the severity of a stabbing. Right. And they were all classmates enrolled in the same school. The school's principal later confirmed that neither Weir nor Geyser had any prior disciplinary issues. They had all been in a sleepover together the night before the stabbing. The attackers had discovered Slenderman on the creepy pasta wiki. Creepy pasta. What? Creepy pasta is something, though. But who came up with creepy pasta? What pasta is creepy? All of it. Pasta's delicious. That's true. They later said that they believed Slenderman to be real and wanted to demonstrate their loyalty to him so they could become proxies um, or like followers, just like like right-hand man pretty much. Come his proxies, prove his existence, and prevent him from harming their families. They believed that, that the only way to do this would be to kill someone, after which they become servants of the Slenderman and live in his mansion, which they thought was located in the... First of all, does he have a, does he have a mansion? <laughs> I guess in their in, the, in their in, story they read that he did. What? Never mind. Do I, they not understand that he supposedly kills children? Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, I guess they just forgot that part altogether. Right. Chequamigan Nicolette National Forest. Chequamigan Nicolette National Forest. Geyser explained during police interviews that she has seen and heard hallucinations of ghosts since the age of three, and was certain that the Slender Man demanded she kill. Her best friend to save their own family's lives. Really? Right. You're 12. Right. Okay, so this is kind of what was allegedly went down that day. God bless it. God bless it. <laughs> we and Geyser initially planned to attack Lautner on May 30th, 2014. They had planned to tape her mouth shut and stab her in the neck and run, but they didn't carry on this attack. Weir and Geyser were believed to be too tired and too groggy because they had been up all night playing and um, having fun at a regular slumber party. I'm going to tell you this now. Back in the day when I had slumber parties, we might have done like Bloody Mary or something and not even went through with it because we were too scared. But we were too busy like acting fools and having dance parties and stuff like that. Listen to Backstreet Boys. Right. Shout out to Backstreet Boys. I want to go see you in concert next year. Not even worried about, hey, when I go to this con- or concert, when I go to this sleepover, <laughs> is something going to try to stab me in the neck? <laughs> Exactly, like you, like you shouldn't be. You're twelve. It's like you shouldn't be afraid that something bad is gonna happen to you at a slumber party. So, the next morning they wake up and they're playing. And they ask their mom, "Can we go to the park?" And their mom was like, "Sure, just you know, take care of each other." So they grab some granola bars. And they put them in the backpack and they start walking to the park, which is literally like right down the road from where they're at. Granola bar, that ain't gonna hold nobody. <laughs> it's a water. <laughs> oh, I, guess a, ju- I think it was juice pouches or something. Listen, they got some granola bars and some juice pouches. I guess they're gonna let it swell, swell up on them. <laughs> Listen, I can't. Once again, once again, they're 12. They're not thinking too well. Yes, I got some fruit snacks, some granola, and some, some goldfish. <laughs> that sounds I'm like out for more days. <laughs> 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 like those are some murderous snacks that I ever heard. Damn it! All to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like when I plan a murder, that's exactly what I'm gonna have in my backpack. 
Forget the tape. Forget the rope. Forget the like murder pack. It's gonna be like some goldfish, <laughs> some like Capri Suns, maybe a water bottle, and some damn like Doritos. <laughs> the little bitty bag. Yes, the little fun pack. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, listen. So they go to this park and they uh, go to the bathroom. Of course, girls, they all go. So this is when we're in Geyser. We're like, okay, now's the time. Like, you stab her. And then we're was like, okay, this is the time you do it. Geyser was like, no, 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 I can't do this. Not yet, not now. I can't be the one to stab her. So they were like, fine. You know, so they get out of the bathroom and they play for a little bit. And they decide to take a walk down the scenic path into the woods. And that's when they were like, okay, now. So she was like, I can't stab her, but I'll tackle her. So she runs and she tackles her. And that's when... That's uh, when I threw the flag. Right. No. <laughs> Wrong pass. Go back. There's a foul on the play. <laughs> no, she tackles her. And that's when we're just start stabbing her and stabbing her and stabbing her. Think of this. 19 times he stabbed this little girl all over the place. Um, they were playing hide and seek and that's when it happened. 19 times in the arms, the legs, the torso with a kitchen knife that was five inches long. That I is, can't imagine. I can't. That's the first And it's a, um, Again, a knife. Well, yeah, this is the knife that they took out of their kitchen. Along with the granola bars. <laughs> right? The two wounds were two major organs. One missed a major artery of her heart by less than a millimeter. Oh, she was blessed. Like, they're, her angels were working overtime that day. I'm telling you. Another one went through her diaphragm, cutting her liver and her stomach. We are told the victim to lay down because the blood would come out slower. How um, would she know? Right. She is not a medical professional. You're See, 12. And that's why they wanted to ha do it in the bathroom. Because the bathroom <laughs> had drainage oh. pipes, so they wanted to do it but they chickened out Chicken shit. right we're in geyser said that they would go get help but instead they just simply left her and, and they were whistling girl, the whole way right <laughs> and this girl this strong amazing just beast of a girl crawled herself and drug herself halfway to the nearby road where she was found by a bicyclist can you imagine just on your merry way just biking down this trail and all of a sudden he thought it was a mannequin which I don't know what is wrong with these folks who think they see rain. How like, like often the, do you see a mannequin just laying <laughs> out in the road, right? Like like the Black Dahlia. Yes. Like they're like, oh, y'all that was just a mannequin. How often How do you see often a do random you see mannequin in the freaking cut back over there? Like, <laughs> so what are you doing? First of all, I don't mannequin or not. If I see something, I will say something as I'm running away. Right. I'm not going close. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's just a mannequin. Let me go look. No. But luckily, he ran over there. He checked on her. She was barely alive, but he was able to call 911. Uh, they didn't know what happened. He was like, the ambulance came. They were like, are you okay? Uh, and she said, like, you know, my, are you okay? Like, I've been stabbed. 20 times right <laughs> by my friends by my friends who i thought i knew right so the ambulance gets there they rush her home and then they were like they rushed they, her they took us to the house like, <laughs> yes, exactly. here's some chicken noodle soup and a juice right. box granola bar cheese <laughs> triggered <laughs> they find her the ambulance gets there they load her up and rush her to the er she's barely hanging on 
She's lost a lot of blood. They get her into surgery, and luckily she pulls through. She was able to give her name and everything, so her parents are contacted. And that's when the police came and asked some questions like, who did this to you? What happened? Because they didn't know at the time that there were two other girls. They thought that they might have been hurt too. It turns out that they found that these other two girls were with her, so they were going to ask questions. Well, nobody could find these little girls anywhere. Because they were on their way to the Nicolette Forest. Listen, they had their rations, they were good to go, they could at least go about 20 minutes. Because I could not walk any, I'd be like, listen, listen I gotta I'm, go back home. Listen, I'm hungry. But we did eat, eat your rations two minutes after we left. Before we even, that's my favorite. I set up like, yeah, we're gonna have like a good day, we're gonna go for a hike. Didn't even leave the driveway and already ate all your rations. <laughs> But anyway, so these girls, and the forest was like two hours away. It was, I think, uh, when I was listening to a um, uh, a documentary on it, it was yeah. like 300 miles away. Right, like it would have taken them a while to like get there. A, maybe like a week. Yeah. But, you know, just walking. But they were found like two hours away. Dang. Because they, they made a head start, you know, they were just walking down the road randomly. And the cops... They were apprehended near Interstate 94 by a furniture store. Um, the knife they actually used was in a bag that they were carrying. Yeah, they're not smart criminals. They're only 12, right. <laughs> if you remember. Geyser felt no empathy, but Weir was described as feeling guilty for stabbing the victim, but felt like the attack was necessary to appease Slenderman. Uh, this girl left, was in the hospital for seven days after the attack, and then she returned to school in September 2014. Listen, I had to take a whole year off. I'm sorry. That's just me. Yeah. Like, we just give basically the cliff notes and, like, what we think about these murders. Like, if you look on YouTube, they have really good documentaries about this, especially now, because you can actually see these girls in... Police interrogation Yeah, the room. interrogation room. And it's just wild. Why? One little, and I think it was the I think it was the dark headed one. She the was, she was the she was the one that felt no empathy. She almost excited to be at the police station. She was like, oh, yeah. this is kind of cool. Right. Like, like, oh, we had to do it because Slenderman. We just wanted to see if it was that. We wanted. Really true. You can just walk into the forest and just try to find them. You didn't have to kill somebody. Right. It's just sad. Yeah, they were best friends. All three of them were best friends. Listen, that's like me, you, me, you, and Jackie. Yeah. And then. We decided to take Jackie out. Decided to take Jackie out or, you know, either it's, either combination okay, of us. Right. Listen, to all of our beautiful listeners out there. And to Jacqueline. We're not trying to kill you, boo. <laughs> you're ever in the situation when a friend comes up to you and be like, hey, we're going to take out so-and-so. Think to yourself for one quick second. Okay, did they go to this other person before they came to me? Okay, am I just the option right, <laughs> right? now? Because if I say no, is she going to just go to somebody else because she wants somebody dead? Like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't stab your friend for Slenderman or okay. anybody. It's so stupid because, okay, first of all, Slenderman doesn't exist. He was just literally somebody, something that 
a person made up just right. like on the fly. So. And they wouldn't know that because they're 12. They just see all these things in their life. Like black eyed kids and stuff like that. The legend is crazy and you're like, oh, what if they are? You know that they're not real, but you're like, ooh, what if they are? Because that's kind of creepy. But when children or people that aren't fully capable of understanding reality and fiction, mm -hmm. it's so easy for them to be like, this is true. So just be careful what you're putting out there for kids. Yeah, you know? it's, I mean, and especially for parents, like, I know, like, kids nowadays are, like, super freaking smart and they can figure out anything. Right. Just try to monitor what they are looking at. Just try, I mean, just do what you can. Right. Don't let them out willy-nilly. Yeah, don't, don't let them out willy-nilly and don't be so strict that, you know, they have to go behind your back to do right. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, have a conversation with them and be definitely. like, look, this is not real and I was listening to a morbid podcast and she was talking about her, Shout out to morbid. right her kids were she walked in while she was watching face off and she was like is that a monster and she actually explained to her her kids like no look do you want to see how it's done so they could see like this isn't real this is makeup this is fake you know so one it doesn't scare the fire out of them but two like they understand like okay this is fake this isn't real this right. is where it comes from like just i guess i can't say anything because i'm not a parent other than you know my little dog that likes to make a lot of noise in the background i guess that's what i would do like just talk to them be like hey this is not real it's for fun this is where it originated so they know because you know just monitor what they're doing so they're not around killing the best friends right stabbing them and have to run away with a juice box and a girl a bar like that's gonna last them three right. years and that's how simple-minded are like young these girls are yeah they, that their they minds aren't, aren't as developed so they don't understand that okay this like you're bad. literally not gonna survive off of granola <laughs> We're not gonna water. make it to forest. Not to not to this forest. And you know it's three hundred miles away. That is a long way. So <laughs> even by car, that's a long way. Right. So in two thousand seventeen, we're pleaded guilty to being a party to attempted second degree homicide. A jury then found her not guilty by mental disease or defect, and Geyser accepted a plea offer under which she would not go to trial and would be evaluated by psychiatrists to determine how long she would have to be placed in a mental hospital. She later pleaded guilty but was not found guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. And she was diagnosed with schizophrenia which her father also suffers. And this is probably unpopular opinion but that's just a slap on the fucking hand. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for my language but I'm just saying that's just a slap on the hand. Right. Just because they're they're only twelve, a lot of twelve year olds know what they're doing. Right. There's a lot of child killers out there, so it's, you can't sit there and say, "Oh, no, they're just mentally ill." You know, oh yeah, her dad suffers from schizophrenia. That sometimes it's I, I wouldn't say it's passed down genetically because my mom could be schizophrenic or something, and I'll be just fine. Yeah. You know, it's not passed down like that. Right. So you can't sit there and try to compare that, and that's so stupid. That's just they just tried to push that off right. on, on something different. So we were actually sentenced to twenty five years to life in an intermediate, an indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked confinement and involuntary treatment in a state uh, psychiatric institution. 
followed by communal supervision until the age of 37. Which, I don't think that's too bad. If she really was mentally insane, which I watched the video, and it did look like she had a few, Ooh, you know. A couple screws loose. Right. So, I mean, at least they're trying to rehabilitate her, and she's not just like, oh, when you're 18, you're just free to go. You know what I mean? She at least has to do psychiatric evaluation. She'll still be under supervision until 37. And that doesn't mean that when she's 37, they'll just let her go. They'll have to reevaluate her and everything. And Geyser was sentenced to the maximum of 40 years to life and indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked confinement in addition to involuntary treatment in the state psychiatric institute until complete resolution of symptoms or until the age of 53 whichever, whichever happens first so that one's kind of like harsh so she must have been the one she was the ringleader yeah followed by continued communal supervision periodic reevaluations and or reinstitution and further treatment as needed as required by the sentence imposed. Mm, so, in 2018, a Wisconsin judge sentenced Geyser to 40 years under mental health facility supervision. Why Geyser will periodically have the opportunity to petition for her release from a mental health facility in the future, she will remain under institutional care for the duration of the sentence. During her trial, Geyser had been committed to the Winnebago Mental Health Institution and was the youngest patient there. Can you imagine how scary that would be to be the youngest and mental institutions are not fun. They're not at all. Mm -hmm. I can imagine like people screaming, crying. Not a place where I would want to be, that's for sure. Okay, so this is the aftermath of the stabbing. Okay, so we already went through the history, what happened, and then this is the aftermath. Creepy Pasta Wiki was blocked throughout the school district, and on the Tuesday following the stabbings, the Slenderman creator Eric said, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to those families of those affected by the terrible act. Also, the creator of Creepypasta Wiki said that the stabbing was an isolated incident that did not accurately represent the Creepypasta community. He also stated that the Creepypasta Wiki was a literary website and that they did not condone murder or satanic rituals. Which is true. Like, can you imagine having something for fun, like people posting ghost stories? Because a lot of people love ghost fan fiction and stuff like that. And you have this platform where people can just let their free flag fly, you know, like just be weird as they want to. And then you have people run it for everybody and take it literally and do all these seances. Well, I was messing up stuff. Right? Just, it takes one person to mess up something for everybody. And this is really sweet. I love, now today there are different ways and we've had these conversations and we're not going to get too political or whatever, but just stating that there are ways to handle when something happens and I really feel like this was really handled greatly. This is how it should be done. 
happened. But they said that the members of the Creepy Positive community held a 24-hour live stream on YouTube June 13 and 14 in 2014 to raise money for the stabbing victim. Joe Jasowski, an administrator on the Creepy Pasta website, said the purpose of the stream was to show that members of the community cared for the victim and did not condone real-world violence because they enjoyed fan fiction that contains violence. Right. So it was really good that they helped not only stood up for their community and was like, hey, just because we like the stuff and like the violence of it doesn't mean that we condone actual violence. You know, it's horror. You're going to have the blood, the guts, the scariness of it. But it's not that they go out regularly and just start slaughtering right. people for no reason. Right. So, I mean, and they, you gotta think that her hospital time was gonna be really expensive, the surgeries that she had to undergo, plus all the trauma, you know, she probably needed help. On August 12th, uh, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker issued a proclamation declaring Wednesday, August 13th, 2014, Purple Hearts for Healing Day and encouraged the people of Wisconsin to wear purple on that day to honor the victim of the stabbing. He also praised the strength and determination exhibited by the victim during her recovery, which like I said, amazing girl. She was just young herself, 12 years old yeah. at the time, to have that much fighting you to be stabbed not only stabbed which is this but the emotional toll that your friend did this you right you're a so-called friend right just the night before everything was fine you were laughing and it's so crazy how like in a blink of an eye it could all like change you know because i'm thinking because really and truly it, i mean they planned it for like a while yeah why it was a couple of weeks before yeah it was like a couple, yeah there was a couple of weeks they were like how they were gonna get to the forest I mean, right. they planted it out. Their rations that they're gonna take with them. Lord, in the, in the, I mean, like I said, they planned it for a couple weeks before they yeah. even got to this point. Right. So the city of Madison, Wisconsin, held a one-day bratwurst festival to honor the victim on August 29th, several days before the victim returned to school. Hot dogs and bratwurst were sold to raise money towards the victim medical costs. The event was run by over 250 volunteers and raised over seven thousand dollars for pay wow that is amazing. amazing that is amazing you know when something tragic happened you always think of the negatives but there are so many good things that come out of tragedy this was a tragedy even though she didn't die but still it was just a it was but just a point the trauma it's just the trauma that was do you tragic. really think that she could ever trust anybody probably not if it was me and i'd just been stabbed by my so-called two best friends there's no way i could have that relationship with anybody but if you if you watch interviews with this girl she is strong through and through this girl is an angel because she has regular relationships I'm sure she has PTSD, but she just chooses not to let it get to her and just lives her life as happy because she knows how close she was to death. She and she probably wants doesn't to take happy. one day. She doesn't yeah. take one day for granted. Nope. And that's, so. that's how you have to live every day anyway. You just don't take anything for granted ever. Because you don't know when your last moments or days are going to be, so... Because you know not the hour of the day. Don't be jerks, guys. That's the moral of the stories. Don't stab your friends. Do not plan rations of goldfish and granola bars and Capri Suns if you plan on, you know, making a murder pack. Right. 
Just don't do it. If you plan on uh, walking 300 miles to a freaking forest for a fictional character that does not even exist. Right. But I did see one more, one more thing before we go. I did see something on Slenderman and it's, it's a it's actually a term for basically people are conjuring up a, a creature or something. It's called Tulpa. T-U-L-P-A. But it's so many people are thinking about it mm -hmm. at one time so it did, so it kind of conjures it up which is what I thought was that was a really cool little piece of information. Not cool but terrifying because we're, we're talking about it but yeah. But honestly like I believe that because you know not trying to get religious or anything I'm not even going to say my beliefs on that but basically there's evil in the world we all know that mm -hmm. and there's demons and stuff like that and even if it's not Slender Man or whatever there still could be that demon that could prey on that ga innocent game or that innocent like Ouija board session that you could do and they could really cause harm and I'm sick and tired of y'all playing the Ouija boards opening portals to hell I'm sick of it I can't even buy a house without looking for freaking evidence that there's haven't been a murder or there's paranormal stuff going on in the house right save your house though get your crystals yeah save your house before you put one one piece of nothing in there. Just Tuck save your toes. It. Do not let your uh, the demons grab your ankle, your cankles. Uh, right, <laughs> grab them cankles one time and drag it to hell. Close your closet. Mind your peace and cues. And just mind your business all together. <laughs> Don't stab your friends. Don't. And keep it classy. <laughs> <laughs> keep it classy, everybody. <laughs> Okay, my weird little friends, that is all for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and had a good story time with us. Yes, it was a good story time. And this is my sexy voice. Oh my god. And we're gonna yeah. let you go with the sweet melody of... Me cackling. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. <laughs> Anyway, so we'll see y'all next time. Enjoy your week. Bye. Okay, bye.